Moo, and welcome to the Pink Tron Holiday Edition. All of us are as ducked out as we are able and willing to be. Um, and so I will start with uh, the person in the biggest hat, Chris Greenland. What are you drinking? Is that on here? A um, couple of things. I just rode ass load of gravel, so I'm going to have a melon bite <laughs> for every. <laughs> And there goes the rating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, does that get us an E? Um, and I'm still in bottle kill mode, but this is the Weller with the green label. I figured that was festive. Nice. So double fist in it here in honor of the holiday. Perfect. Cheers. Yes, I will move on to the person not in the room with me. Jeff Aldrich, what are you drinking? I am drinking the Belveni Caribbean cask. Mm. 14 euro scotch um, because I'd rather be in the Caribbean right now because I'm in Minnesota and it's 30 <laughs> below wind chills and blowing snow and frigid. And I, and, and I was just in San Diego recently. We can talk about that later. So I've had a major temperature drop and I'm in shock. Is there ice in that glass or did that ice just naturally form? <laughs> yeah, that, 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 I, I'm seeing, I'm in my heated house and that just formed. It's that cold. In, in Minnesota. Yeah. Wow, that's a great whiskey too. Good, good pick. Thank you. All right. And uh, with the smallest hat in the group, uh, Sean Fogenberg, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm excited that they've started importing this out here or shipping it out here. Bell's Two-Hearted IPA. Uh, and if, if and when I get through that. Uh, so last week I had one of those Modelo Chiladas and was like, that's probably going to be gross. Turns out I liked it quite a bit. And so <laughs> I've got another one uh, lined up here. Is that going to be our, our next sponsor is Modelo Chiladas? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you a hop guy or a malt head, uh, Sean? Uh, I prefer hoppier, but I like them both. Find Bell's Hop Slam and you'll find out exactly how hoppy you like yeah. them. <laughs> uh, they, so those don't get uh, shipped out here. Um, they've only just started getting the two-hearted. When I lived in uh, New Jersey, it was a lot easier to get these kinds of things. But, you know, we've got a lot of other local local things out here, speaking of. Yeah, well, this is sort of. I mean, it's California. Um, yeah. I But I am very interested in that Hop Lab thing because I hop also. Slam. Top Slam. Okay. Hop Slam, I, yep. I tend way more towards hoppier ones. And I was in... Uh, Georgia recently and tried an IPA and I was like mm, too malty not my just not my thing yeah um but I'm like totally away from hops right now I mean I'll probably try that gelada if Sean opens it we'll see um and then I am back to my standard of the June shine midnight painkiller uh hard kombucha and then I've also got a weird one that is also local it is a minus beanless coffee yeah, so it's it's not made with coffee beans. It's a startup that a friend works for. They are trying to make more sustainable um, coffee alternatives for when we basically probably don't have coffee anymore. So, cheers. How do you make coffee with coffee beans? Yeah, coffee and alternatives. I'm... I thought that coffee was just bean <laughs> soup. Yeah, yeah. How, do, yeah. how do you make hamburger without burger? I mean, uh, it's, it's it's a trend these days. <laughs> There are other burgers that I enjoy eating. There are. But... They're very good. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And I'm Lauren Camp. Hello. <laughs> Lauren Camp in the raccoon DJ Christmas sweater. It's perfect. It truly is hard me. to describe. Yeah. It's, I don't know why it exists, but I studied a parasite in raccoons for my PhD and I do some hobbyist DJing. So the fact that this sweater exists is ludicrous and delightful. <laughs> Yes. Well, speaking of ludicrous, what have we all been doing in Zwift this week? <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was a great transition. Mm. It, it's always yeah, the best. To, it's always the best to point them out. It's, yeah, exactly. Greasy <laughs> when you point them out. Uh, so HWR this week. One of us has done this. <laughs> it's handful of gravel. And Chris, tell us about it. <laughs> Yeah, God, I was trying to remember like the preview that we were doing last week, and I the, the phrase "not much climbing" stuck out in my mind. <laughs> Craig said that, and I uh, disagreed. I was like, "This, I don't know." There's like climbs on every lap. It's only half the climb, right? But it's 
still like a three know. or four minutes. like a whole climb. <laughs> like you're down at the bottom of the ravine and then you got to get up out of the ravine mm. and then you do the rope bridge thing and then you drop back down, but then you got to climb back up out of the ravine. So Ooh. it's it's a it's probably like twice as much climbing as I thought it was. Like you get out of the ravine and then you can either... I don't know if we were thinking maybe it was the other way around because at the top there you can turn right or left at the top out of the ravine and we turn right and then you just keep climbing so it sucks it's a lot of climbing <laughs> it only says 94 meters of climb you know in the, in the route description but it in the jungle like that it feels like a heck of a lot more than that yeah and that i mean gravel and all that it, but. it is three laps so that yeah. 94 meters turns into yep. 300 yep. It feels like a long slog, and you, you, even yeah. if you're on the right bike, it just it's not as fast as you know going up going up a road. Yeah, and it's pretty much all at once. Like you get a couple of brief, you know, 100 meters flat, but then you're back on it after you make that right hand turn, and then you get like the the rope bridge little punch. But I mean, it's all linked together. How long is that climb? Four or five minutes? I think it was about five minutes. I wasn't really climbing it. I was just kind of going off feel, but. <clears throat> Long enough for me to get dropped on the first lap out of the lead group. Uh, Tell you that. Um, okay. Gary Bramwell and Mitch Potter did a great job hanging up. And uh, I think it ended up being group two because scorekeeper was driving the pace on group one. But that's when it's going to break. You got to find your people and stick on a, a stronger wheel than your own. Mm. Um, I mean, definitely you'd expect kind of like a couple weeks ago when we did. Uh, <clears throat> uh, what was the spirit forest um that when you're doing those climbs on gravel things break up real quick if there are people pushing yep definitely happened in the race that sean and i were in uh so was everybody using the right kind of bike or did we have yeah. some people yeah. who insisted on being on Tron? i was gonna say obvious gravel is obvious obvious yeah obvious gravel i think everybody read the memo um the only time I saw mountain bikes were as we were lapping people. So that wasn't necessarily a function of the mountain bike. Maybe, um, I don't know what cat, what uh, level you got to be to, to buy into some of these gravel bikes. Maybe it's a little bit higher than some of these newer racers. <clears throat> Not sure if that's a disadvantage, but I think I gravel. You can still get any go. gravel bike though, even at a low Pretty level. Low. There's, some, there's, there are a couple of, of low level gravel bikes. Yeah. Yeah, but if mountain bikes are heavier, and it sounds like they are, um, I think you want to go gravel on this just for the sheer length of that climb. Right. Yeah, I do right. think that the uh, specialized crux is probably the fastest climber yes. of the gravel bikes. Mm. The Asparos available, Cervillo Asparos available at level 13. Okay. Um, okay. So, I mean, pretty yeah. That, that was my first one until I, I got I got the crux one later on when I was because I, I I need more help going uphill. <laughs> it's just true. Yeah. And for uh, sure, the non-Zwift gravel wheels you want to you want to buy those mm -hmm. and get on those. Yes, yeah. Either one, they're they're both pretty much equivalents. Just pick one and yeah, throw them on there. Uh, so last week Craig was talking about the finish being downhill. Um, was the race broken up enough by then that? you weren't really in a group for a sprint or? Um, no, I was in a group for a sprint. I had about five riders with me, a few of which had caught from a little bit, you know, five or six seconds back on that final climb. So we were, yeah, we were five strong. We had another herd rider who had gone off like at the bridge punch, I think trying to like stick it from long distance. Um, but yeah, we were, I went from, God, I won the group that I was in okay. and I'm trying to remember where I went from. It may be 500 meters. Like I, I gave a dig at coming out of the bridge, which is a little over 1K to go. Um, not with the intent of trying to go from there, just to try to soften up some legs and stab some people. Mm. And yeah, I think I went with 500 and it is downhill. So um, yeah trying to break that draft behind you is a little bit harder because every, everybody's at speed. Um, but I, yeah, I think I got some people off the back. 
I don't know. It's, it's fun. It's, it's definitely a speedy finish and there is that, that opportunity to, to make a dig for it, but speeds are going to be high. If you're with a group, you got to think about, you know, pay attention to how people are performing on that last half lap, whether they're yo-yoing off the back, their legs are soft. Uh, you can make some digs and try to soften up some legs. So. I also looking at the results, want to give a nod to uh, Christine Barr, who was also up there just a bit ahead of Gary. So really good job to her. And yes. she is hard for me to beat now, which is not surprising. Yep. She dropped me pretty early on too. Yeah. Yeah. She's very, very powerful. <laughs> 4.0 for 20. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like that's that's uh that's upgrade Ow. upgrade to a territory. Oh, she's yeah. yeah, she's up there. Oh yeah, good for her. Great ride. Cool. All right. I'm yeah debating about doing this. I'm still like pseudo on a rest week or something. So we'll see. I did do Bologna though on Thursday. So well, it doesn't sound like rest week to me. Mm. I had some PTSD of like wanting to crack a beer every time I hit the stone arch on this one. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I did forget to turn on my fan before the start of the race because it was oh. so cold in my garage. I was like, something's off. Yeah. So I luckily you're able to super tuck on that like little road section right after the pen. Mm. <laughs> you're able to get in there. Nice. Yeah. Hopped off, flipped it on, hopped back on. But not not long enough of a super tuck between laps um, to be able to hop off and grab yours. <laughs> uh, Some people might not know what you're referring to, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, going back to the the me memorial fondo of how many laps of Bologna did we do? Six. Hundred K. Hundred K of Bologna, where we cracked a beer at the top of every climb. I believe well, you guys was, did. I believe I it was died. the three of us that mostly did the drinking mm -hmm. <laughs> we tried to we we kept trying to convince uh dan to, to oh, join God. us but pedroza but he was also sick like yeah. guy's nuts <laughs> and he was like seriously racing it too like he yeah. was getting after the climbs like yeah. a like a silly person <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> uh yeah I, I mean that's handful of gravel from my point of view uh, <laughs> it's basically the same <laughs> <laughs> it's fun get in there ride it do, do the best you can get it over with yeah survive in advance so the other uh spotlight series for the weekend the uh herd beginner racing is sand and sequoias this week mm -hmm. uh so again one of the I think this was done about a month ago in this in this as well. Mm -hmm. uh, Jeff, did you race it? I did not. Um, I was out of town most of the week. Again, we can talk about that later if you want to. But um, and then I've been shoveling snow ever since, <laughs> uh, and uh, my body hurts even without getting on a bike. But I, I need to figure out. How, I may try to race it yet this weekend. Yeah, um, but did you, I, I may, did you race it last month? No, I didn't. I was yeah. I was doing other other. Other races, I, 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 I got to re rejig my race schedule at some point and try some different stuff just to kind of mix it up and keep nice. the interest going. Um, ZR, with ZRL, ZRL for where, which side of the border you're on or part of the, part of the planet, um, you know, was sort of kill, knocking me out for you know large periods. I, I think yeah. I may even skip next next season or next mm. group just to try some different stuff, try some bullseye work on my sprinting, try some other things just to kind of mix it up because it's getting a little old. These big long races awesome. that hurt too much. Yeah, yeah, I saw that from D's. Yeah, uh, yeah, it, I'm I'm hoping you uh, you heard uh Antoinette's oh I did rant I, last I was week. I was in awe Were you cheering? I was yeah no it was that it's it the races are getting awfully long for D and some some of those some of those races are um but that's okay I mean um so yeah Sam and Sequoia's 20k um mostly flat but with uh mm. that that roller section in that second half so you've got the the first seven and a half k or flat through the desert and then the kind of kick up out of Saddle Springs and then the uh, the five to seven-ish minute climb. Sorry, my dog is coughing all over the place. 
uh, and then come back down and and finish. Uh, well, especially for beginner racers, it's probably good to remind people that those rollers, bef even before you get to the calm, those rollers are very technical in Zwift. And with mm -hmm. with with trainer lag and other stuff, you know, if you're a beginner racer listening to this, you know, you, you got to stay on it. You got to learn how to do the. It's a good chance to practice those, but you got to learn how to not get dropped right. in those. Because if you if you lose focus for a second at the wrong time, mm -hmm. suddenly you're you're spat right. out the back and and, and dying. Oh, yeah. How how many of us have been dropped on those rollers? Oh yeah, probably. All yeah, all of us. Yeah, <laughs> Chris uh, requested. It's, I I think I've been dropped harder on the rollers than I have on the KOM. Uh, yeah. Because if you miss the if you miss one of those little kicks, they're going downhill in a group and you're gone. Yeah. Well, and, and you have to count for that lag. It's not like when you see yeah. yourself get to either the top or the bottom, you've got to plan a <laughs> plan a few seconds ahead, mm -hmm. and they happen quick in succession. Yeah, I feel like I'm used to getting dropped on the rollers and then catching some of the people back up mm -hmm. on the KOM, actually, which that seems much more like yeah. races I've done than the other way around. Yeah, it probably also depends on your body type. And, you know, yeah. you know if I'm heavier, so I, if I get over the top, I, I go downhill really well. Um, right. You know, other people like yourself are going to be catching people up on, on the uphill parts. Yep. Yeah, I, I'm remembering a particular tiny race where just and I'm racing those in mixed B and that was just absolutely brutal. I was absolutely like I tried as hard as I could to stick with them up those rollers. And yeah, yeah. Challenging. I feel uh, like if the point of HBR is to get beginners kind of coached and curated in the, mm. the nuances of Zwiftcraft and racecraft. This is like the prototypical course. Like we totally. should race almost like every week, like race it until you get it right. Right. Yeah. 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 And even when you're, that's the thing, as you move up, you race <clears throat> different groups, even if you kind of know what to do, don't worry if you still don't get it right. Like just keep pushing on it because it yeah. can just be really challenging, even in a group that you're well matched with for a variety of reasons. Mm -hmm. So, and yeah. like with that nuances of Zwift racing, uh, I assume bike choice for this would be an all rounder, yeah. like Tron or Cervelo any, Air Road, yeah, lower level. Of yeah. Or Canyon, like, sorry, Canyon, Canyon Air Road. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, if, you're, if you're low level, get Canyon Air with, with the DT Swiss, low end DT Swiss wheels are, are nice all round, easy to use choice. Tron, if you've got it, but you know that, that, that's you know later in your Zwift world. But mm -hmm. uh, so that we might as well talk about what the courses for next week are because yeah. next week next week's HWR course is San and Sequoias, <laughs> and that was actually a little bit of an intentional thing that that right. Nathan has been talking about. You know, get, getting the beginner racing on the same course is going to be the next week in HWR. So that the beginners have a chance to have, have, have run the course, get some idea of, and, and can learn some stuff as part of H, HBR, and then apply that maybe to HWR the next weekend if they're interested. That's fun. Yep. Yeah. And in that same vein, uh, next week's HBR course is London Loop, uh, which will be the, HW, the HWR course the following yep. week. Uh, yep. London Loop being uh, the, the route that goes out uh, up box hill and then you come back down and finish um so another 15 ish k about yeah um so box. oh boy again all arounder probably yeah. for for the hbr potentially going something climbier but i i would still probably say all arounder for uh the, the d's good you, amount of flat there yeah yeah um climber's gambit yeah chris climber's gambit huh. In well, interestingly yes yeah, also of, on okay. london loop <laughs> it is on london loop um i haven't gotten the preview post up but um due to holiday commitments so far mm -hmm. but i'm working on that but yeah speaking of london loop this week in climber's gambit we will be visited by well, two weeks ago is Petit KOM, last week is Volcano, and this week is the third of the uh, three hill ghosts. It will be Box Hill. Uh, we're off to London for a very Dickensian Christmas edition, <laughs> Climber's Gambit. Uh, I capped it at, what is it, 11K, 12K? 
Nice. Whatever it is that we don't have to do the escalator climb after the climb. Cool. So basically just get to the bottom of the descent. Yeah, that's the plan. So we'll go up it, down a good chunk of it, and then peace out. And then get on with I'm, our I'm, I'm having a senior moment. Is is that the direction that has the kicker after the top of the KOM? Yes. I think it yeah. is. So anybody well, who's newer to, newer to that course, when you get to the top of the KOM, be prepared because there's a nasty kicker that comes after that. that yeah, will but you don't post. have to, you can go slow. Yeah, you yeah. can go slow on it now, but in, in this but race. it'll but be there. It'll yeah. be there and it hurts. Yeah. It'll yeah, good it. way to sort of recon it for other things as, you know, you won't have to go hard on it, but you'll know what it is. So for climbers, this, gambit, you won't have to go hard, yeah. Right. But so like if you're going to do it in either of the yep. HBR or HWR, then you can use this actually as a recon or partial recon of the London loop. Yep. Yeah, actually, nice scheduling there. Yeah, yeah totally on purpose. Yeah, yeah but obviously. Then, but then again, if you hate Box Hill, we're sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Love and uh, hate, I think. We'll be out to do the New York KOM for New Year's Eve, and that'll be the... Mm. the wow. I'm sensing a theme there. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, we try to plan it out. Yeah, we had the uh, the Thanksgiving Day Parade edition, and now the uh, New Year's <laughs> the, ter- the the Parade of Roses. Or wait, no, that's <laughs> just New uh, Year's Eve ball drop. Yeah. So, uh, for Box uh, Hill, hmm. bike choice. It's only four point four percent. Mm-hmm. On average, uh, the fastest I've done it was with a group at 14 miles an hour, 23, 24K an hour. I, I think you want to go Kleinier, maybe a Tron. I was thinking Tron. I, I could also, I mean... I could see an argument for a faster TT setup or a climbier TT setup at four point four percent. Probably for certain cats. Yeah, so that's probably true for uh, the faster uh, yeah. cats. Hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. This one. This one's kind of a toss-up for me. Like and again. It, Heavier, seriously heavier riders, you know, probably what may want to may want to make a different, slightly different choice, um, or or very light riders, I suppose you know, that could affect it. There's, you know, there's obviously the, in the middle stuff, the typical, but you know, know yourself. It looks like so we did this in Climbers Gambit in May, August. Oh, August. 6th. Yeah, and there, there's no way to tell. Uh, what our bike choice was right on Zwift Power. I Nothing don't more think so. Maybe if Strava took a screenshot. Yeah, right. We might be able to tell. So we'll have our our crack uh, research intern get on that. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, I I think Tron's probably a a safe safe choice for this um yeah or again if you're lower level you know in, in trilo d you know, the, the, the aeroad and and the dt swiss wheels would be a fine fine choice i think that like for the lower cats it's probably you you may want to even go climbier yeah i'm not sure, I'm not sure what all is climbier depending on how low you are i mean it, it's just true. what level you are cannondale evo that kind of thing. I think you can get some of those just from just from doing the missions. Like mm-hmm. I, f- I feel like yeah. I remember my first climbing bike mm-hmm. was was something that I got just from the like yeah, ride yeah. California challenge or something. You get like the trek, is it the Amanda from Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like the first segment of the Everest challenge. Yep. My climbing. Mm-hmm. Okay, we also did this for Climbers Gambit in May. I was noticing that because yeah, that's well, when my best time was from. So, and I, when I did it in August, I was, uh, it was off. But that was, oh, 
that was like one of my first things back after I'd had COVID. So that actually makes a lot of sense. May? No, August. My time in May was faster than my time in August. Anyway, yeah, I'd have to look and see what what bike choice. But yeah, I think obviously with a lot of these things, if you choose, if we mentioned Tron and you choose Tron, you'll probably be all right. So. Well, you weren't on a Tron. I can tell that. <laughs> from the screenshot oh <laughs> well yeah so it's fun i think this one's kind of a push on like there there's going to be personalized choices there mm -hmm. it's probably more down to your watts that you can push than the yep. electrons right get something yep, yep. kind of central and give her mountain goats wow <laughs> It's been updated. What? Yeah. We been. actually have we actually have things on our spreadsheet now. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. It currently lists two laps of Mighty Metropolitan. I was looking oh. at Zwift hacks, and that that's what I'm seeing. Although it will probably be a lap and a half. Yeah. To end at the top of the New York KOM reverse. We definitely get some. We got New York and on New Year's. Now we got New York. We're getting a bunch of the same climbs on the same time frame. Oh well. well. Um, is it the same way up? I don't know if. No, this is the reverse. Oh, here. okay. So this is this would go up the opposite way. So this would not be a good recon for climbers gambit next mm -hmm. week. Uh, the reverse. But you can practice your swearing either way. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You can grab a good slice at raise. Uh, <laughs> catch a next game. I mean, wow. not yeah. a not a bunch to say about about this something Tron, climbing mm -hmm. something. And lap and a half is right because it's thirty point six kilometers yeah. in the event. On that makes sense. Is what companion? I'm looking at it. Yep. Uh, Ooh. Stampede is on Tempest Fugit. Uh, it is a 10, 10 mile, 16.1 K TT on Tempest Fugit. Um, I don't remember. So that's actually the, the next two weeks. Yeah. Uh, is this one of the ones, so oh. we don't have Brent, uh, but is this, does anyone know if this is one of the ones that has forced bike choice? Hmm. I thought they kind of like realized that that wasn't going to work, but it, if it's still in there yet, it might, but I doubt they have the thing up for, um, the event up for two weeks in a row. So we'll have to, um, we'll post. No, no. Happened. I think that this is, it, it is supposed to be two weeks in a row. Right. I know. I mean, but we don't know because it won't be in Zwift Companion, the event with a forced bike choice, we won't have two weeks of no. being able to see the event with that. But so I do want to see if it's showing now. What it even? Yeah, Zwift hacks isn't showing. The oh, so uh, mm -hmm. what it what it says here is it may not be a forced bike choice. It may be that the second week is uh, mass start no HUD. Oh, okay. Interesting. I remember that being an option in the discussion. So yeah. Ooh. If you can't compel bike choice, then you change the format. That'll be kind of cool. Same distance though. We yes. yeah. Yep. Okay. Just another 10 mile TT. Mm -hmm. Fun. So Somewhere between 20 minutes for you uh, super fast folks to 30 something for the less fast folks. <laughs> and bullseye. Bullseye. Uh, four laps of uh, Lutes Express. Have I seen that right? Yep. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Um, and it says nine sprints, which makes me think that it is both the sprint and the banner. That would make some sense. Is this well, not been I, updated 
because I'm I'm trying Neoko crit course on on Zwift hacks. So either something's, something's uh, out of whack there. That's it. Just hasn't been updated. Yeah, that was sure. last week's. I thought so. Yeah, yeah. I was confused. I'm easily confused. <laughs> <laughs> so those will come fast and furious right after. That's Shamsi we say backwards. Yeah, so the the two you have the sprint at the top of the hill and then the sprint at the bottom of the hill. Yeah. Um, at the lap banner. So it'll be And then you've got that nice long you got to go around the bottom of the loop down through the Louvre area and then come back up. Um it'll be really interesting to see whether people are hammering the climb to try and get some distance for those sprints that feels like it would be tougher to break away in this direction right with the downhill and the draft and i'm not sure i think that uh it the distance that you can get the distance that you can get by tting away on that climb uh, definitely get, could get you points through the first sprint, and uh, depending on whether people want to chase, could stay away for the after the descent. It, I, I think it depends on how big the groups are. This would be interesting too to like kind of snapshot this, and then if and when the next version of Pack Dynamic comes out, see what that looks like next time with that mm. downhill pack. Will a bigger group catch regardless of who's doing what on the front of it? Yeah. Have have any of you ridden any of the the races with the new pack dynamics? Nope. Nope. Yeah. I've I've only heard bad things at this point, but oh. uh I think they're they were all kind of test events that they're it, it sounded like it was fairly easy to stay in the front of the group, but that they, they've they reintroduced the kind of auto-breaking, sticky draft kind of thing that kicks in more the further back in a group you get, which does mm. not seem ideal. Um, they're trying to reduce the amount of front-to-back movement within a group, but for whatever reason, the, uh, the way that they've implemented it now is probably not the way that it's going to end up. Hmm. well that's good at least these are test events and they're just yeah. Kind of, yeah you know they're figuring it out before they just roll it out platform-wide so yeah. uh so that's i would think the... it'd be hard to to, to 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 just because of the trainer lag issues other other things it's hard you know forcibly stopping the washing machine churn effect would would be a little weird and hard to do yeah, so the the thing that I uh, had seen, and I I read through one of the like full threads about about the pack dynamics. This is, I mean, we're going to get to this about you know our Christmas wish lists. Uh, this is probably top of it for me is figuring out the pack dynamics in a way that allows it to more closely mirror the kind of game theory decisions that you have to make in real life uh, where you can be sitting in a bunch doing very little, almost freewheeling um, and stick with that group. I could, not that this is, I mean, I could probably sit in at the back of a bunch of A's uh, as long as it's not attack, attack, attack. Uh, so it, it would potentially be more like a series of attacks off the front rather than sit in, like sit in the group for the the entirety of the race at tempo to threshold and just see who can hold that for the longest. Um, yeah, I think that, that getting small groups off the front, having, having to work together and then having to have a concerted effort at the front of a chase group is 
way more interesting mm -hmm. um, rather than uh, I don't care that they're off the front because this bunch is big and even if no one's pulling, we're going to catch them. Mm -hmm. Which which factored into my race theory today was how I wrote it was find the most numbers because we'll catch the ones and twos up ahead. Mm. What'd be more impressive is if you could do that, Sean, while wearing that little hat. <laughs> that would make me happy just to see you riding with your little it's pants. Sm it's small enough, it probably wouldn't create too much drag. <laughs> Couple of zip ties, we're good to go. <laughs> uh, and Lauren, I saw that you just had a little snack. Can you mm -hmm. please tell me about your snack and did you bring enough to share? Oh, um, well, I'm actually eating, uh, it's, it's Sean's snacks because I got too hungry because I'm trying to save room for the amazing Christmas dinner thing I'm going to have with a wonderful fellow Swifter and fellow herd member, Carrie Bartlett. She lives close enough and I'm going to go out and eat a bunch of food. So right now, all I'm having is a little bit of a cherry chocolate scone from the uh, grocery store. It's like literally right over there. It's, they make some good scones. They're not making my favorite one anymore, but this one's pretty good. And what's your favorite one? Uh, definitely the cheddar scones are my favorite. And I'm mm. actually at the point they haven't made them in so long that I am going to try to learn how to bake scones on my own so it's that I can tough. have cheddar Super scones. Yeah, yeah, I just, I'm just lazy. But... So just now I know that, that uh, Lauren's more of a savory person. Yes, this is true. All right, cheddar scones. Um, All right. Around the horn. Yeah, I think so. Unless there's any other racing we want to discuss. I mean, I'm going to be doing the Rafa uh festive 500 oh. so if anyone from the herd wants folks to ride with or just i'm going to be out there doing rides um starting tomorrow to get the jersey at 8 a.m uh pacific time so you know get to your that's local that, time zone uh that starts tomorrow in there yeah starts tomorrow goes until the 31st so, so tomorrow for those listening at some point is the 24th so it goes from the 24th to 31st and for anyone in incredibly, insanely cold temperatures, virtual miles totally count. Virtual kilometers, in my case, mm -hmm. so I try to do everything in cans. Um, but yeah, and I think you'll find there will probably be a lot of herd folks doing it mm -hmm. and go meet up with some people. It's so much better. I did this last year. Um, it's so much better to do it with folks and to do group rides and to get yep. double draft well, and all that stuff. And even in group rides, if you, you know, I, I did a couple of, I didn't finish the whole thing last year, but I did a couple of rides and, you know, the herd, the herd folks kind of hang, hang back for a couple of minutes before starting just, and then kind of do their own separate group rides, ride together, get on discord and another, uh, another plug for getting on discord and chatting yeah. with people while you're, while you're riding. Cause it, it, it definitely makes those long rides a lot more fun. And there's been a Rafa Festive 500 channel on the Herd Discord, actually. So you can hop on oh, that, really? see who's there. Yeah, I've, I've seen that in the past because I think okay. enough folks do it. Sean's going to confirm right now, but I'm almost positive that that's a thing. And I definitely, I was saying earlier, I uh, rode with a guy, couple people in a group yep. for like the Uber pretzel last year. And it's a person I still talk to and am virtual friends with on Zwift. So like, it's, they're fun. You all kind of, you know, group up and, oh yeah. Festive 500 There's, ride and chat. There is a channel in the herd discord. So yep. hop in there. And and good point to uh, promote hopping on for just racing events. We were on mm -hmm. today. Uh, Gary was on there. Mitchell was on there. Oh, nice. Um, it works well for both coordinating if you're in the same categories. You can work together to try if on a racecraft, but it also is fun. I've been on many times with Chris or Brent or others. You know, they're in different categories than I am, but you know, we're just we're able to chat and encourage each other, and it, it makes a difference yeah. as opposed to just sweating it out and swearing yeah. on, on your own. It does, and we had Nathan on who was not riding. Uh, he was kind of popping in and observing, but more importantly, he was wrapping Christmas gifts. <laughs> and he was able to give me a few gift suggestions for uh -huh. in the graphic novel area. So nice. Yeah, yeah there's it, there's it, all these auxiliary benefits of being part of the herd. It helps. Well, give it, 
with Lyft, it helps with fitness, it helps with riding, but more importantly, it helps with life. Drink so. recommendations? Yeah, I was going to say, given that we're really a drinking club with a, with, with a biking problem, <laughs> that, you know, you can always find some good, good, good mixology uh, recommendations. Yeah. So if you're not doing it already, just pop on, um, join the channel, Herd Racing. Yeah, I know. Uh, so speaking of the festive 500, uh, I'm not going to be able to do it this, this coming week. So I've been doing it on my own. Well, (laughs) on my own with, with pace partners, basically since this past Sunday, I think this is in the last five days, I've now done 480 K. Uh, and yesterday was my first century. And uh, even for imperial. people, yeah, first imperial century. Uh, so four and a half hours of not stopping, just just zone two, zone two. Uh, pace partners. That's I, another thing for festive guys, pace yeah. partners. What I was going to say is I don't recommend doing a century. <laughs> <laughs> even if you're trying to get to the 500, oh, man. I, I, I won't do I won't be doing in a couple days. <laughs> <laughs> it's been it's been a year for you. You yeah. forgot how much it sucks. Yeah, yeah. And oh, and and how much it sucks. So Sean was doing this with the pace partner on a flat, relatively flat course. I did this <laughs> in Imperial Century on the Uber principle, which means you have to go up the <laughs> epic with the radio tower and the Alp. And then after I got down from the Alp, I still had to do like 20 more kilometers, 20 20 miles, miles, sorry, 20 more miles to get to the um, Imperial. So mine, mine, if you see me wearing that like century kit, know that it was, it was a pretty serious effort. It was well-earned. Movement time, uh, Jean was looking, it was like six hours and 20 minutes. (laughs) But you got two badges out of that, right? And a jersey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So... If anybody needed you know. proof that that some of us are broken, oh we go. yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think after I did that, and then part of the other, as part of the Festive Five Hundred and all the other associated rides, I'm pretty sure Sean called me a freak. So you know, that's yeah. Well, I, he called you a freak, but he's the one who just cracked the Michelada. That, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. It's like a Modelo with some spicy orange juice in it. (laughs) We usually do. All right. Um, Let's get to our Around the Horn, I think. Uh, Probably the people who were most prepared for this were Chris and Sean. So one of y'all go first. (laughs) Sean is pointing at Chris. (laughs) Biggest hat. I love this wish list. I... um... You know, if I were really prepared for this, I would have gone back and listened to the episode from last year. Mm. That's not how we do this. Not how we prepare. No. Um, so I kind of mentally, vaguely remembered more or less what it was that I asked for. And some of it happened. Like I remember asking for something above level 50 because I was going to hit level 50. Oh, yeah. So that's great. I remember not asking for 100K of Bologna. That did not happen. Um. But a couple of things are still on the on my wish list. I I asked for new roads um, in France. Uh, yeah, that has not happened. <laughs> I thought for sure with uh, Tour de France friends, Avec Zwift um, being having some gravel roads on there. I thought for sure they would have built that out. It did not happen. <laughs> so I'm hoping for that. Uh, I'm still waiting for, I mean, we all are. It's a it's an easy way to beat up Zwift. We're we're hoping for Zwift power integration for, for, for that to go away and results-based categorization. Um so those are my two big ones. So I'm sorry if I stole anyone's wishes. Uh I, I do want to um going along with the Zwift power integration. So that would be great having the results-based integration in the game. Uh having actual in-game leaderboards, point tallies, all of that, like so that you can actually set up different types of races, setting up elimination races, setting up like all of that would be just chef's kiss. Uh, Really would love that. Um, I did mention I I would really love for there to be uh, for the new uh, pack dynamics to get worked out and 
make sense, feel real, not take away like the the auto breaking, um, the the kind of sticky watt, sticky draft uh, situation that I've that that used to happen in the older pack dynamics has been among my most annoying things that has ever happened on Zwift. Like I've gotten dropped several, like multiple times. I've gotten dropped on downhills because I got stuck behind a 30 kilogram child in a ZRL race going down a hill. Um, if you're playing bingo over a long time of listening to this podcast, please, please mark down how many times Sean has said, <laughs> talked about that story. Damn. <laughs> I still remember the kid's like last name. I yep. won't say it. But um, it's but a- so the thing that that people are not really thrilled about about the new pack dynamics is that uh, the sticky draft coming back and kind of taking away. It's it then is out of your control. You don't actually know like when that's going to happen. Um, it it takes away some of the skill. That's one of the things that I liked about Pack Dynamics 3 is they got rid of that and you just kind of flow around through the group. Um, I think that the way that this potentially should actually work is when you are going faster than other people, you don't just move to the front through the middle of the group, you get moved to the side, you get put out into the wind. I mean, that's kind of the way that it works in, in real life is if you are trying to go yeah. faster, you got to go through the wind to do so. Um, so, and that slows, that does slow you down, but it also may allow you to get a break off the front of the group if you are putting out enough power, that kind of thing. So um, it really would be nice to have those kinds of races where you can conserve, 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 and then attack. Um, that doesn't really happen so much in groups where everyone's kind of even. Um, I think those are my two big things. Um, I mean, always new roads. I'm, I am really excited yeah. about the Scotland uh, yep. roads, although. Some people might not be aware of what that is. So you might, might want to. Yeah, we've mm-hmm. talked about, so the, the Zwift uh, world champ or the, the eSports world championships mm-hmm. are, are going to be the same courses as the IRL uh, world championships and not the same courses, but uh, based on the same place. So the, uh, the, road, world. the road world championships this year are all going to be in Scotland. Actually, I think mountain bike and cyclocross may also be. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and, and I think Craig mentioned BMX is also going to be there. Like they're just doing everything in Scotland this year. <laughs> um, and so as part of that, the eSports World Championships are going to have a Scotland world, uh, which I think is going to be debuting in January or February. Yeah, because um, yeah, I think one of the races in ZRL next, yes. they, 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 they saved a race yes. to be in when, when, that, when that releases. The last one, I think. Next yeah. round. Round six. Um, the, it's always nice to get new roads. Um, as Chris mentioned, though, it it can be frustrating when those roads stagnate. Um, you know, yeah. the France the France stuff had such great potential. Yeah. So one of the things that I've seen kind of bandied about a bit, and I like the idea, doubt they'll do it, mm-hmm. but is essentially connecting all of those UK roads. So having London connect mm-hmm. to Yorkshire, connect to Scotland. Whoa. Um, could be wow. very cool. That would be really cool. It would make it more like Watopia. It would make it more like McCurry. And yeah, it's interesting because like, I, I really like um, McCurry and all of those roads and just being able to ride through them forever. And so I can sort of see you know, even though like France is a real place, that it would be a lot nicer if there was an expansion there. Yeah, that totally makes sense, Chris, especially with like the possibilities that could be there. Um, yeah, I mean, there's 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 the possibility that they could build a Europe world yeah. where you've got the UK stuff, you can, you know, take a channel, you may you maybe yeah. ride the channel that to get to, to the France <laughs> That would world. be kind of cool. 
France could connect down to like Italy down yeah. there, go do Bologna. Like, I mean, is there any precedent for for ignoring a little bit of geography? I mean, Surrey mm-hmm. Hills is not right next right. to London, you know, and so don't worry about it. Just make a little connector and call it good. Yeah. yeah. How would that work on the back end, though? Because all these virtual worlds are pinned on Strava to different geographies. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of uproot those. So uh, one, done, but, uh, I think the way that it's done is you just have uh, discontinuous GPS tracks. So you go through a tunnel and the tunnel takes you to one point and the next second is at some other point and you come out there. Oh, so you like well, go through a wormhole? Yeah, yeah, basically yeah, somewhere else. Yeah. How does it work? How does it work on London today? I mean, like I said, Surrey Hills is not right across the. That's so right. the Surrey Hills part doesn't actually. It, it doesn't has has been too. brought like closer okay. in the GPS. Okay. But. But it's overlaid on different geography. Yeah. In mm. Real life on Strava. Okay. Nice. Got to be away. All that. I mean, the 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 concept of like a UCI map has been brought up right linking yeah. all the world's courses same thing yeah wow yeah but i think we've been spoiled this year i think swift has done a really good job on rolling out new roads building and I'm, I, I am really looking forward to uh the further expansions of mccurry I, I i just really like when they yeah do expansions of the hub worlds and that's kind of why yeah. i'm making the argument for you know maybe make other hub worlds with some of the the stuff that they've already built. Yeah. Basically how that would affect the calendars. I mean, with, with the rotating worlds and such, would that, you know, that would, if you collapse three of them, maybe it's not a big deal because you could still ride whatever portion of it you want. Yeah. It would make more roads available at any point in time. To I people. mean, add one more, add one more like North America, like section and you could mm-hmm. have a North America world. You've got yeah. New York and Richmond. Yeah. How many we have a snowy world? We could ride <laughs> snow on fat bikes. Yeah, fat bikes. Fat bikes. The Craig Martin fat bike world. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. We need, we need Canada oh. though. We, we, we got to bring Canada in. Oh yeah. The one other uh, thing that I a lot of people have been requesting for a long time, and I would love uh, is, and this would go really well with if and when they do bring the the kind of gamification of scoring and race types into in-game is a velodrome. They've got running track. So, mm-hmm. yeah. It's, it would not be impossible. Um, I think it would be a lot of fun uh, to be what, able to what, do. What, no rowing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was number four on my wish list. Rowan. <laughs> Coming in 2024. <laughs> and 2019. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Um, all right. Well, oh, go ahead. Jeff, yeah. Um I've asked Santa for some more watts for Christmas. I've, yeah. I, you know, um, but that hasn't that hasn't happened yet. So I'm and I'm not counting on you know Zwift bringing out an e-bike just for Jeff so that I can get, <laughs> you know, get those forty or fifty watts I lost when I when I uh, got a, got a real trainer and uh, and 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 went through mm. some health issues. But that's okay. Um, I'd kind of like another. I mean, as much as I'm not a climber guy, and I you know, I haven't I haven't done any part of Vontu or Ventop or Loren yet. I Ooh. one of these days I'm going to have to just do it and break down and. And and deal with the border, but I I think Mount Fuji would be kind of cool. Yeah. That's you know, I, I I think you know, and now hopefully they'll make it somewhat interesting. I mean they they've done a great job with the the new parts of of uh, uh, Irukazi on uh, in 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 uh, in, in Macquarie Islands with with it's just visually stunning. I mean there's yeah. just so many cool things to look at and take your mind off of the fact that it hurt, your legs hurt. <laughs> um, but I mean I I think if they could make Mount Fuji kind of cool visually, not just like the, the slog that is Ventop. Um, or at least I've heard that Ventop is. I, I, I haven't been up there yet. <laughs> You've heard. But, yeah, I've heard. Um, but uh, I, I think that would be really cool to, to be able to go up Mount Fuji would be would be pretty slick. And, and you know, Rhodes is always a, is a good one for me just because it makes it more interesting and mm-hmm. more interesting. I, I think the newer Irukazi routes are, make for interesting racing, which I think will be fun. Um, because you know, 
it can get a little old to do the do races on the same same courses over and over and over again. Yeah. So some more of that would be fun. Um, I'm not worried about what happens after level 50 because I'm not even at level 42 yet. So I don't, that, that, that doesn't bug me. Um, I just want to get to 42 and get my DT Swiss discs. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm 41 now, so I'm getting close. Um, but I will uh, say if, if they build out Mount Fuji and they don't build in some element of like pole position, the original video game, <laughs> that is a yes. big. Like, if there's not part of the circuit on there, the Mount Fuji or the Fuji Speedway, go, go around the field a couple of times, then, then go. Then keep yeah, going I mean, back it's kind of like the arcade, but then you shrink down and you're in like an eight bit. Oh, you know, <laughs> kind of like that. You uh, well, qualify. I think it was, that <laughs> you need to get hired. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was like the eight, what was it, the April Fools a couple of years ago? They, it all of a sudden was all eight bit graph or 16 bit graphics <laughs> on the, in the whole game for, for a day. Um, as, as an old gamer myself, back from the, even back in the, you know, way back in the pawn days, et cetera, that, that, that was, that was nostalgic. I like, I like that. Um, oh, in game stuff. That's, that's, I, I, I'll admit, I didn't, I, I didn't plan to be on today. So I didn't really think, think ahead about Mary Zwift Mist. So, Swiss list, Swiss list, so. Uh, Go, Lauren. Chris, actually, uh, there's there's one more thing that I think that you and Jeff and I would all appreciate that might be tied to the pack dynamics, potentially adding breaking around corners, uh, and they've already added pens for it. Downhill races. Downhill races, oh. yes. Oh, I was like, wait, why am I being excluded from this? Because oh. you will not like them. No. <laughs> no. Because we're gravitationally advantaged. Compared to me, yes. Yes. I was I was doing Bologna um with a I actually I shifted even to a different uh club, I was writing with like OTR DDC ladies. So we actually had four people and did really well compared to teams that had eight and seven. Although um, the crush pod women who had seven or eight um, have the course record now. So they did a really stellar job. So I'm going to shout out my, the team I've been riding with, and this will go into my, my Zwish list. Um, but yeah, like I, on, on Bologna, they were like, Lauren, catch up going downhill because I'd gone uphill too fast. And so I had to break and stop at the top. And I'm like, yeah, I'm trying. I'm like a pebble going downhill. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting there, but it's going to take me a bit. Um, so yeah, I, beer, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was saying to the, to the group that, oh, I'm in Bologna right now. And for some reason I have this urge to drink six beers. I wonder, you know, what's, Get what's that about? Ugh, I did not drink any beers. Um, so yeah, I, I have less like, you know, I'll second some of the stuff that the more prepared folks, Chris and Sean said about what we want actually in, in Zwift, but right now, I don't know. I, I just, I don't have super particular things for that for myself. I think my, uh, wish list is going to be kind of what it always is, is that I just would like more a women racers who are part of the herd. Um, I think I am, I'm looking at doing round three of ZRL and I, it is most likely that I will be doing this again with crush pod. Um, and that's great. Um, I, they have been really, really awesome. Uh, especially considering that the time slot we were racing in was basically the premier league, um, because the premier league isn't there. And so for a women, the, it's 11:15 Pacific um, in the morning is it's just absolutely nuts. So that's an EMEA, you know, home zone, evening zone. And that's just where many of the Premier League ladies ended up. And so racing in it was brutal. And the fact that on what was it? Sprinters Playground, I think I got an FTS on one of the sprints and some FAL points was like absolutely stellar and that is the best thing i did all around uh i did i did i, I sent this to the uh pink tron chat but just wanted to shout it out this is no joke one of the fastest leagues 
one of the women who did really well, made it, was potentially going to win, like I think she probably got second in the um, Zwift Academy, uh, in the Zwift Academy final, Kiara Doni, I think was her name, uh, never finished higher than ninth in this league. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So it's, it's, and, and so really like, I, I think that racing is great at all levels that anyone who wants to race should be able to. And that if women like, especially I, I know that, that upgrading into a or being close to that for anyone is tough because a then has no ceiling at all. And it's, it isn't necessarily fun. And so my, my Zwish list thing is really only for people who are interested in doing that. Like I, of course, am going to want more herd ladies there, but I got lucky in that I got a place to land with this team that even in that really intense, very difficult league, we were about middle of the pack mm -hmm. for the whole thing. There were 16 teams. I think we ended up eighth or ninth. Like that's, we were very, very proud of it. And it was also because this is a problem um, for women racers all over. There's definitely not even an A division in America's West. Like that is not a thing right. for women. Um, we were a mix of three clubs. So I was the only herd person this time, but there was also Z Sun and Crushpod. And so the home was Crushpod, but this is just an issue for women in mm -hmm. general. Um, so I always want more women to come with me, but only if they want to. Nope. Oh, let, let the puppy out. Yeah. Wait, She's been waiting. That looks, that looks like sunshine. I don't recognize that. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of nice-ish today here. I was going to say, I think that ice cube's gotten bigger in your glass. <laughs> I think it has. <laughs> I'm, I'm freezing alcohol now. That's, that's impressive. Oh. Well, I think that probably takes us to the end of our Well, uh, I will shout out one, one little thing. Ah. I had not met any other Zwifters in, in real life previously. And I want to recommend to people to get out and go visit these you know, other, 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 other herd folks in particular. So I, I went out to San Diego for a long weekend um, last weekend and I got, got to get together with Chris and, and he, he, you know, he introduced me to a, to, a, to a cool place to hang out and have some good drinks. So, you know, he's, he's my, he's my new whiskey sensei, apparently. Um, and then I got to meet Sean Varley, um, who, who actually drove down from almost LA to San Diego to hang out with us. Uh, he, and he, he and Marcy is both, both came down. You know, nice. I, 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 I thought they lived in San Diego. So that's why I reached out to him to say, Hey, and they, they drove two hours just yeah. to come hang out with my wife and I for, for, for a few hours and have lunch and a couple of drinks. And we had a great time with both Chris and with, um, with uh, Sean and, and Marcy. So I highly recommend reach out to other herders. If you're going to be traveling, there's a lot of really cool people in the herd. It's a lot of fun to get to know people. I mean, I may need to see some of you guys because we're on a zoom call and obviously the, the podcast listeners don't get to see that, but you know, the, it's fun to interact across discord and, and, and while writing, it's even more fun to get a chance to meet some of these cool people and hang out for a while. So it, when you're around or if, if you're anybody's in Minneapolis, you know, area when it's a little warmer than now, I recommend, um, <laughs> but you know, definitely give me a, give me a shout and, you know, and get together with people, you know, find, you know, if you're wherever you are, there's probably a heard somebody. Yeah. And if you've been riding with them for a while or just you know, interacting with them, they're probably cool. So yep, I I'm strongly gonna recommend it. Leave you off right there because that, that sounds like a, a resolution episode, <laughs> not a Zwift. Yeah. Oh, sorry about that. Sorry. I'll, I'll save that for next, <laughs> next time. Let's that for a week. I'm, I'm ahead of the game because I'm actually going to see Carrie right now. And yeah, fellow, fellow herder, fellow teammate. Yep. And, but yeah, there are multiple people. The, the herd is, what have we said before, aggressively nice. Yeah. So even Sean Farley, aggressively <laughs> nice. We all like him. Marcy. Aggressively, Gray, sarcastically nice. Well, yes, yes. Hashtag blame Sean. Always. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, and with that, he beat, I would, he beat oh. me at the very end of that last CRL race. He like, I got him, I, I passed him on the climb and then, you know, we're going, we're going up that long drag and he actually sprinted up from behind me. And I, I sent him a, 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 a salty message, right? After. At, at the risk of outing Sean, he's pretty happy about that. 
No, no one is surprised. I sent him a very salty message immediately after. Sean, Sean must beat Sean, and that can go either way. And it did end with hashtag blame Sean. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Oh, goodness. Well, um, yeah, hashtag blame Sean. Um, and happy holidays to everyone. I would like to especially thank, uh, well, really, we will record another episode next week, I assume. But for this week, happy holidays. Merry Christmas if you celebrate. And thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Sean. And cheers. Happy writing. Cheers. Yeah.